Man, let me stop playing and actually do this, man. Let me actually pop, bro. It's been a minute. It's been a good little minute. I haven't potted, what, since the finals when I wrapped up the season with EB, Boink, and, and Pi. Uh, it was a good time, man. Good time. Took some time away to just relax. Woosa. Uh, built out some topics while I was gone. Got some special stuff coming for y'all soon. But, hey, this episode is going to be a different episode because it is um, – Part of the episode is going to be listed on all of the streaming platforms as normal so that you can catch it. But then another piece of it is going to be on, on Patreon. Uh, yeah, we're about to drop the Patreon page um, by the time this comes out. And uh, that's because, you know, I, I've been living somewhat of a lie, both on the pod and, and somewhat in my actual life. You, you know, I... I carry myself as a lightly filtered or unfiltered human being. If you know me well, you know I actually do have a filter. There are things that I'll say in a group text, but I won't say out loud. There are things that I think that I won't say out loud, believe it or not, right? But I'm starting to realize there are some things that I think and I probably should say them out loud for my own sanity and for the sanity and peace of those around me. So they actually know exactly where I'm coming from. And it's not up for them to, to guess. So that's why we're going to, to do the Patreon piece. Yeah, part of it is I'm trying to make some more money. Or make some more money. <laughs> oh, your horse is there, but trying to make some money off the podcast. But more importantly, provide some provide content for you all that's me talking, me kicking it. And we're just going to throw it behind a paywall so that we can get a bit more explicit. We can get a bit more raw and we can say what we truly feel. So that's that. Make sure you like, rate, review, subscribe, repost, reshare. Tell your mama, tell your cousin, tell your friends, uh, 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 tell your, your homegirl, listen to it with your old lady, listen to it with your side piece, listen to it with your BD. You know, listen to the spot with whoever it is that, that, you love in your life because I think we have a great pod for you today. I really think you do, man, because let me tell you, the the more I learn, the less I know. And, and just for you all who who um want to subscribe to the Patreon page, on the Patreon page, I'll be giving my thoughts on Simone Biles, the way you all are talking about Afghanistan. And Lizzo, okay? <laughs> Y'all ain't getting that swag for free. I'm sorry. So the more I learn, the less I know. I, one of the most humbling yet gratifying things is as I've gotten older, I've definitely gained more wisdom, more knowledge. But at times I feel like I have less of an understanding or I'm less definitive on the things that I believe in or I believe to be true, you know, and I'm okay with that. I think that more people should accept that they don't know, but I think that the people who are afraid to accept that they don't know things are people who have not been exposed to many things, people who do not listen or take in points of views that are different for, from theirs and see that those points of views can and can be and are valid, right? 
you know, they, the old people used to say the, there, there's more than one way to skin a cat. Now, we don't skin cats over here because we love animals. But it's true. There's more than one way to get something done. So the more and more we realize that there's more and more than one way to get things done, we should accept that, hey, man, we don't know everything. And, I mean, for me, it's like, I begin to question, like, what's the purpose of life? Like, what am I here to do? What am I trying to get out of my life? I, I, I mean, I love my life. I absolutely love my life. And, and don't take this as some, like, suicidal talk because it, it is absolutely not. It's not that. But it's more of questioning what am I here to do? What should I be here to do? And am I pursuing the right things with my life? I mean, it comes down to professional, personally, like even in relationships, like is, are the relationships in my life, you know, are my friends the right people who I need to be around or, or is there a different group of people that I need to be around? I, I look at dating, you know, and, and, you know, it's like, are, are we supposed to be with the same person for the rest of our lives? I mean, it sounds good when the love is good, but when it's not, it's like, let me get a two-week break from you. I'll be back. <laughs> like, somebody told me about Amber Rose saying something about she tired of getting cheated on. I'm like, well, are you, are you the problem, and that's why you keep getting cheated on? Or is the relationship itself a problem, and maybe that you shouldn't be with someone Just with someone, right? Maybe you should be with some people. Or maybe y'all should have y'all's own little flings and things, you know? And, and, and I don't know because I'm not married. I'm not the relationship doctor. And by no means do I try to, to, to act like I am. But I think these are valid questions. But like I say, the more I learn, the less I know. Because there was a point in time where I was like, you know, I want to be married in my late 20s, getting ready to start popping out kids in my early 30s and 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 have a family and live that life. And now I'm like in my late 20s. Uh, I'll be 30 in a few months. And I'm like, do I even want kids? I mean, part of it sounds good, but Jesus Christ, that's a commitment. You know what I mean? Like when I, I was watching Katie and Draymond talk last night and Draymond asked Katie about the kids and stuff. And, and Katie was like, yeah, bro, but, like, if I had kids, then, like, I can't do the stuff that I want to do. And that may sound super, super insensitive, but it's real. You know what I mean? Like, if you got kids, you just can't just drop off and do what you want to do when you want to do it, right? Like, I have a dog, and if I go somewhere... I either got to be home or I got to take my dog somewhere to, to keep him. Or if my dog gets sick, I got to take my dog to the vet. Hey, the vet ain't cheap. I don't know who big a scam was. The insurance companies, the vets, or the, or, 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 or the darn uh, auto mechanics. Probably the colleges, but that's neither here nor there, right? But when you start having responsibilities, you don't have freedom. And, and I just start looking around like, man, 
Am I getting the most out of my life? Am I doing the things that I want to do? And the crazy thing is, there will be a day where I feel like, yeah, bro, I'm super, super happy. This is what I think I want. This feels amazing. I can't see my life any different. And then I go, bro, I don't even want to pod right now. Like, what? What, is, what do you mean you don't want to pod, Adam? You don't want to go out there and go, hey, hey, hey. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm sitting up here like, hold up, it, baby. Hold up, it, baby. Hold up, it, baby. You don't want to pod? Ooh, something ain't right. Like, I'll be honest with y'all, man, these, these hiatuses, they usually don't be like playing. Like, okay, I'm going to take a break now. Oh, bro, I just be like, I don't feel like podding. And then I'll start working on it. And then I'll get a little nervous. I'll be like, ooh, I don't want to pot about that. I don't know how that'll go over. <laughs> I, just smacked my, I just smacked myself with the mic. But... Hold up, you baby! Hold up, baby! You worried about how it's going to land? Are you listening to too much outside noise? Are you not just putting your head down? Are you discouraged? Are you afraid to take that leap and step out there and 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 pod and pod for real and try to make this your life? That's all I've been saying for years that I want to do. If I if, if I could have anything in life, it would be the pod. Joe Rogan type stuff, Bill Simmons type stuff. Yeah, pod. A party. You know what I mean? But no. I'm not even I'm like questioning my questioning my drive. Like, yo, am I really serious about this? Cause I'm not potting right now. And then I'd be like, well, shit, I ain't happy either. <laughs> so I'm like, am I not potting because I'm not happy? Or is it because I'm or am I not happy because I'm not potting? You know that y'all say that men go to therapy because uh, men start podcasts because they go go to therapy, triggered the hell out of me. So I guess I should uh come to my therapy. I've got to figure out this chair mic situation though, because I'd be sitting here uncomfortable as hell. But let's see, man. I, where are we at now? The, the more I learn, the less I know. See, this is the one thing I love it. And, and hate about writing is like when I write stuff out, I can follow it to a certain degree, but I also be writing this chicken scratch. Like, just look at this. Like, who can follow that? Like, it, the stuff doesn't even move, move rhythmically. But I say the more I learn, the less I know. It's okay to say, I'm going to stay quiet on this. But I know it's not all your fault. As much as I want to blame you for not seeing the bigger picture, I'm not because, you know, we, we got these algorithms, we live in these echo chambers, and you consume uh, uh, this, what they call news media. It's more like entertainment media, but it's called news media, and, and these are the people who draw conclusions before finding facts, right? This is our first topic, right? They, they, they like to, they like to, hey, 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 it's the... Big baby, and I'm back. Let me tell you about the media, man. This is what bothers me about the news media people who proclaim to be reporting news, right? 
they come up with a conclusion. They start at the end and then work their way back. You know what I mean? They reverse engineer this stuff. Like, just think about this. You can go to a network on a topic, whether it's sports, hell, whether it's entertainment, whether it's actual news, and you know what's going to be said before you even flip there. And then it's like, well, what are we doing here? Why are we so caught up on reinventing first take instead of educating people? Why are we worried about how the people are going to receive the information versus like, hey, here's the information. Let me compile it for you. Make it simple for you to digest. Do what you please. Can't do that because there's too much money in, in news and media. I'm going to be honest with you. If you're into journalism, if you're into telling stories, if you're in, you, you can't be too rich. And if you are, you got to stay outside. You can't go inside, man. It's just like comedians. It's just like musicians. Oh, I love their first album. I love their early stuff. Yeah, then they got fucking rich. Oops, I wasn't supposed to say that here. <laughs> yeah, then they got rich. And then they started hanging out with rich people and doing rich things and thinking rich thoughts. And they all hang out together and sniff each other's thoughts and, and they lose their edge. They lose some of their culture, which is why we need more culture and media, because we need people to tell the stories to the people who they're actually talking to. What's happened is now the media are telling stories for each other to enjoy. Just like the movie industry. They make movies for the critics. You don't make movies for critics. You make them for people. You don't like you don't do a pod, you don't do a podcast for the for, for, for critics. You do it for the people. You don't do a TV show for the suits upstairs. What the, what do they know? They don't even watch TV. You do it for middle America. And if you're in a position in which you are supposed to educate middle America, it's one thing if you're there to entertain them. Let them know you're entertaining them, not educating them. <coughs> but if you're here to educate middle America, you need to be educating middle America, but you also need to be living with middle America. I ain't saying you live there all the time, but you live there sometimes. Like, I can't ever see myself living in the hood again, but I go there to get my hair cut. I go there to hoop. I'll go to get some wings or something just to keep the balance, just to keep the understanding, just to stay humble, just so that you don't think what you think is always right. No, you're a storyteller. I think some of these, some of these, these, these journalists are more like fiction novelists. They over here trying to, to, to create a story instead of just telling a story. You know, I, I listen to these people and they get so caught up into these to their thoughts on somebody, right? And they and they start taking stuff personally. It's like, bruh, dog didn't do nothing to you. He didn't really start saying much to you until you started smacking your gums about him. And then he responded. But now he's wrong for responding to you because how dare you respond to the media? We are the almighty media. Nah, G, you violated. And I'm responding because I ain't like that stuff. 
And the worst part is, is when somebody falls in love with something, an argument, and they argue it to the death, and they're wrong. Like, they are arguing just false, falsity. Like, man, bro, these ain't no facts. Why are you arguing this? He didn't ever say this. Or he came back and said this. Like, just think about this. KD and Draymond Green, right? They did, they did a sit down where they talked about a, 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 a myriad of things, right? And the big headline is their conversation about the big argument against the Clippers, where Draymond said what he said, KD said what he said, and that's what everybody said pushed KD out of Golden State. Well, for one, KD and Draymond had this conversation months ago on Katie's podcast and they went pretty deep into what was said, how they felt about at the moment and how they process things. Right. But obviously the question has to be asked and Draymond, he asked a great question and he framed it differently. And and, and long story short, what was said was, bruh, it wasn't the argument itself. It's the way the people around us treated the argument. It was Bob Myers. It was Steve Kerr. Suspending Draymond for a game, telling Draymond to go um, apologize to KD. And he's like, bro, I apologize to him when I apologize to him. They're grown men. They can coexist and, and they'll figure it out when they figure it out. And again, they talked about it on KD's podcast way more in depth than they did on on Draymond's new show. But what really got me about this are the people who are hearing this. And telling the people who lived it what happened. Now, sure, when we tell stories, we try to tell stories that look favorable to us or for us. I got that. No problem. It's it's life. But how are you going to tell somebody how they felt? Tell somebody what was on their mind when they are telling you the actual story, right? The media got mad at Kevin Durant and Katie talked about this in the actual in the actual uh, interview, he was like, bro, I stopped rocking with the media because I realized I knew more about what the media was talking about than they did. And they did not have the the wherewithal or, or they their egos were so big that they wouldn't admit it. And I go, oh, yeah, bro, I can see that. So when you got older people or pe- like we need, bro, we need more black people in the media. We need more black people, especially in the basketball media, talking about stuff that goes on in our culture. Why? Because we can relate. Like there was a Denzel, there was a Denzel um, uh, Instagram video that got sent to one of my groups. I've seen it a few times before that go that goes around, and he talks about needing more black directors, and not because of the color, but because of the culture. Because he was like a black director knows. The, the smell of of a, of a hot comb going through a head, right? Like, you, you can best direct our culture because you know our culture. Well, when you're watching a 24-hour sports news cycle and you're talking about sports, especially football and basketball, but more specifically basketball, and you're talking about stuff that happens within the sports that's cultural, you probably need people of the culture to talk about it. Why do I like Big Waz? Because he's of the culture. Why do I like knuckleheads? Because they're of the culture. 
Why do I like all the smoke? Because they're of the culture and they can relate to stuff that happens in the culture. When I got Skip Bayless telling me that Draymond should have apologized, like, bro, you apologize to me when you're ready. I apologize. Like, right now, bro, I'm mad. I don't even want to talk about this. They're just trying to deflect the blame. Bro, ain't nobody deflecting blame, bro. They know what was said. And when you're not, when you're not from a trash-talking, a trash-talking generation, you're not from a trash-talking culture. And if you're not, and, and, and everybody got a friend that go too far. And Katie and Draymond talked about that, right? Draymond talked, like Katie said, oh, yeah, I don't play with a lot of people. Draymond, bro, Draymond go too far. So when you know somebody go too far, you understand that they might violate. But you are more willing to accept their their apology for violating because you know they're a habitual violator. And, and then they talking about Draymond was the one who went to his car crying after. Bro, he he said he didn't do that. So like, stop repeating that stuff, man. It's it's false. It's just straight up false, bro. Why you out here just spreading? Low-key, bro, you're spreading lies, right? Like, if somebody come out and tell you that something is the truth, but you continue repeating, it's one thing not to know. It's a whole other thing for somebody to say, hey, nah, this is what it is, and then you're going to go out here and then repeat what the, and keep repeating what you've been repeating after they've told you you're wrong. Now, bro, you lying. You're blatantly lying, and, and it feels like an attack on someone's character, right? And I talk about the stuff being personal because you just see how so many media pundits would just pick on somebody and question stuff that people do like Colin Cowherd love Cowherd to death but he gets to talking about the, the the same thing he goes no that's not actually what broke up the dynasty what broke up the dynasty was injuries and the bench was this and but like bro no not really because if they wanted to work it out they could have retooled the bench and brought in new people like they could have three-peated could have, you know what I mean? That would have been four at four and five years. You know what I mean? Like that could have happened. And if they three peat, does Katie leave? Maybe he comes back for another one. Oh, Clay's hurt. Oh, Steph gets hurt. Oh, KD gets hurt. Okay, they rehab. They come back. They they pick up crazy draft picks. That's cheap labor right there. Or they flip those draft picks for for veterans that they need okay bet got it run it you know what i mean like let's let's not act like i here's and here's why i say we need more black people in the media covering the sports that black people play i'm speaking specifically to black people talking about stuff that goes on in black culture right is that there's a personal aspect especially in sports that people don't really understand um it's talking to one of my friends who's who has friends who plays in the league and he was saying, bro, most of the time when people like fall out on the court, it's really off the court. It's not just to own the court. Like hoopers know how to hoop and hoopers can make things work. But when the other stuff ain't right, then the product on the court's not going to be right. And so many popular, well-paid media pundits fail to put the human aspect into it. Maybe they don't understand the people, so they try to just make everything what they see. And that's it. Or they ain't got feelings or friends to understand that, hey, bro, chemistry matters. 
But just because you perceive somebody as great, like I, I hate the how could Kevin Durant lead the stability of Steph Curry and the Warriors for to go play with, with unreliable Kyrie in, in, in Brooklyn. Maybe Kyrie is more cool. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe Kyrie's a better hang. Maybe the Warriors stuff wasn't what it's all cracked up to be because, I mean, Draymond and Steve Kerr cuss each other out. Uh, uh, Draymond has taken multiple shots at his coach, his front office on, on public platforms, right? They didn't mention Steph's name in that entire 25-minute interview. I don't know if that's good or bad, but you would think his name would come up at least once. Like, maybe Steph is so much of the golden boy in Golden State that it makes other people uncomfortable. I don't know. I'm not there, and I'm not trying to speculate, but I think we have to be careful when we're on the outside looking in. Like, we can have opinions, but we should temper our opinions at times because we don't know. And it's okay not to know. It's okay to say, here's what I think based on the information that I have. Nah, bro. People want to be definitive and say, "This is what it is." It's blah blah blah. This is blah, blah. nah, man. Nah, man. I mean, just think about how many things the media has mischaracterized, and then years later we glorify. We look back on it and we go, "Oh, wow, we got that wrong." Fab Five. These oh god, it's hip hop. They're big pants and they're black socks. What are we gonna do? Nothing, boy. We're going to let them boys get out there and who? What are you talking about? Uh, you, you, you got Malice in the Palace, which we're about to get into. Like, thugs, dress code, hot tattoos, these guys with braids and chains and rap music. Nah, bro. It was fans throwing, throwing beer and drinks at them. Ain't nothing thuggish about going and hit somebody for throwing something at you. What are you crazy? Even the KD and Draymond thing. Like they say KD and Draymond hate each other. They finally getting over. Brother did a podcast months ago. They made up well before then, and they were having a great time together at the Olympics. Guess what? They don't hate each other. Taunting in the NFL. I saw what uh uh Mr. Mara, John Mara. Uh, part owner of the of the Giants was talking about we we need to get this out of our game. I've heard some other people saying we need to get this out of our game, bro. Talking trash and just trying to show somebody up—that's part of the culture, baby. Some people enjoy that. Some people that gives them the extra edge. Well, we might have another malice, bro. You ain't gonna have another malice in the palace. When the last time you seen athletes get into like real real fights, whether with each other or with fans, you might see a little push and a little punch here there, but you ain't seeing no real fights. Too much money to be lost. And the wild part about it is with the Malice in the Palace, they got called thugs for fighting when the hockey players and the baseball players got glorified for it. They showed, ESPN showed a partial video of it. They didn't even show the full thing. We got police officers coming in there Mason, the players, why? They scared the big black men and not the, who are supposed to be on the court, but not the fans who done ran down on the court. Now, I know you don't want Ron Artest running into the stands. And now he looked a little bit crazy when he when he was woosan on the table. But that don't give you license to throw a beer at him. That don't give you people license to call them 
thugs and thugs and thugs over and over again, Bob Costas. Now, now, because you got to put yourself in that position. What would you do if somebody threw a drink? You're at work and somebody just walks up to you and pours, throws a beer at you, pours a drink on you. You walk into the bathroom like they're going to the tunnel, going to the locker room after. So you got people just pouring beer and pouring drinks on you. You expect them to just put their head down because that's what they said. It doesn't matter what happens. You are the NBA player. You're supposed to be more responsible. Bro. Why, why am I supposed to be more responsible? I play basketball, bro. I ain't no preacher. <laughs> I ain't the deacon. I ain't the city councilman. And anywhere else, bro, the, the people who are doing that are getting charged for assault, man. Now, you got these players who can't speak on it, can't tell their side of the story. It's only it's, it's only one side of the story being told. Why? Because they're dealing with civil court and they're, and they're dealing with um, both civil and, and uh, criminal court. So you can't speak till it's over. Well, the narrative is already set now. Well, it's been 17 years and the documentary just came out for Jermaine O'Neal to tell the story. For us to realize that Ron Artest has some mental health issues and was thrown off. And that's why he was acting the way that he was acting. Oh, yeah, we 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 praise mental health now. Oh, yeah, his mental health. Oh, yeah, you understand. Okay. Stay in that same grace, man. Like just Im- just imagine somebody just walking up to your walking into your workspace is ready to fight you. And then you get demonized for responding. That is absolutely crazy. It's like there was an agenda against the people because, again, in the other sports, fighting is accepted. Now, I know in other sports you don't have fighting in the stands. But we look at Ron for running into the stands and Steven Jackson for running into the stands without looking at the guy who threw the beer. Well, we say there's two sides to every coin, right? Three sides to every story, his side, her side, and the truth, right? But we fall in love with narratives and we take it personally. And and we just get so personally invested into something that doesn't really affect us, media. And we, we run with it. To the, to the demise of others. That's why I support so many player, you know, straight from the source, direct-to-consumer outlets, man. Like, people deserve to tell their side of the story. And, yeah, I enjoy listening to certain players talk about events, then hearing the media talk about it from their different perspective. I like the many perspectives. I think it's great. And I don't think one group should get to dominate get to dominate the conversation and be seen as the experts just because they've watched it. Well, bro, I've lived it. How are you going to tell me that you can talk about my life better than I can talk about my life when I lived it, but you watched it? How stupid does that sound? And as an aspiring member of the media, I want to sit and tell you, bro, if I'm covering you, I, unless you tell me some stuff, I, bro, I, I'm not the expert. I'm just here to be entertaining and and take information and talk about it. But Jesus Christ, the media has to get out of its own way. People, we have to get out of our own way. We have to understand that the more we learn, the less that we know. Don't become so, so 
egotistical and so, so, so smart that you think you know everything. No, 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 sirree. If you're truly a scholar, if you're truly learning, you accept that you, bro, you don't know shit. You don't know anything. There's just so much more out here for you to learn. And the sooner and sooner you accept that, the better off you'll be. Oh. The better off you'll be. 